This is the Fantasy Fast Track with Brandon Funston and Brad Evans. Ready, set, go! This is a Fantasy Fast Track podcast. I'm Brad the Big Noise Evans, joined by Senior Fun Buns, Brandon Funston. And hopefully you didn't have Zeke LA in your starting lineup and you're already chasing a massive deficit because Antonio Brown went nuclear. Amari Cooper, much to our chagrin. Also was nuclear. Uh, Tom Brady, Dak Prescott going off the Redonka Grok. Not one Grok spike, but two we got in the opener, Brandon. So uh, I am, in fact, already chasing because I went up against the buzzsaw of the Antonio Brown and Tom Brady stack last night. So we got to get after it. Yeah, I, I am one of the unfortunate ones who had Ezekiel Elliott in my lineup. Although I had some C.D. Lamb. Uh, C.D. Lamb looks every bit the wide receiver one potential oh, that we yes. said he could be considering that he had a bunch of drops, drops and was mental mistakes and still went over 100 yards and a touchdown. Man, if he smooths things out, it's all good. And uh, and one other thing, not to my chagrin on Amari, I just didn't think he would be in midseason form in week God, one coming up from the ankle injury. I was for, what, first play of the game. I was, you know, just a simple streak route, and I'm like, guard him! And he caught it. I'm like, well, I've already lost my wagers. I mean, I had already conceded, wave the white flag at that point. So, yeah, look, we were terribly wrong, uh, but win some, lose most. Uh, That is the phrase that you and I live by in the world of fantasy football and sports betting. So, with that, if you do have a large deficit, big asshole, big crater that you're trying to dig out of this weekend, uh, Brandon, let's put your huevos on the line here and give me a bold prediction tied to any player remaining on the week one slate. Yeah, get Damian Harris in your lineup. Oh. I am all in on him this week. Uh, let's go Let's go 120-plus rushing yards. And no, Cam Newton, you will be not taking a goal line touchdown away from Damian Harris. Damian Harris will score in this one as well against Miami. Uh, do you know what his player props are right now? Because if you're feeling that way, you're, you're feeling pretty frisky. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to throw them out here. So rush attempts are at 13 and a half. Now it's juiced to the over minus 143 at BetMGM. Rushing yards, lowest on the board is 60 and a half. <laughs> uh, actually, you know what? I need to hang up with you on the Skype call that we're recording with. I'm going to go play some on that. Yeah, you want me to bring Spotify up? Uh, little Peter yeah, Gabriel? Seriously. And just for comparison's sake, uh, again, that's a bet MGM on the 60 and a half. It's 69 and a half. Uh, not nice. as nice at uh, DraftKings. So that's a nice little discount there at MGM if you're looking for that line. Uh, and full disclosure, Brandon, I did wager on Damian Harris to score an anytime touchdown at plus 120. And everywhere now it's a plus one hundred. So there wow. you go. Oh, well let's let's work in this. Here's a hilarious one on Damian Harris. Over or under three and a half receiving yards. Uh will he have a catch? Will he have yes. a, what's him have a catch for three yards? I think he didn't catch a whole lot of balls last year. No. But each one I think he averaged like ten yards a catch. So he has to catch one ball and it's happening. All right. Uh I like to catch a meatball. In my Mm. mouth. That would be delicious this weekend for the full slate of NFL games. My bold prediction, a guy that's going to catch a whole lot of meatballs, Robbie Anderson. Robbie Anderson's receiving yards prop is 50 and a half against his former employer, the New York Jets. I don't get that. He is going to double it, Funston, and he's not going to score once. He's going to score twice against the J-E-T-S Jets. Jets. 100 plus yards. Two touchdowns for Robbie Anderson. Again, this secondary, whether it goes up against Bryce Hall, the veteran, 
who gave up a 75% catch rate last season, 103.6 passer rating, or a pair of rookies, one in Brandon Eccles, who was drafted in the fifth round, or Isaiah Dunn, who is an undrafted rookie free agent. He's going off. And I understand, you know, Carolina's got some issues in the offensive line, and the Jets could feast there in the trenches, apply some pressure, and ooh, maybe spook Sam Darnold. But, man, I believe in Robbie Anderson uh, having himself a highly motivated opening week performance. You with me on that one? Well, didn't Robbie Anderson believe in Robbie Anderson? Isn't he talking up about how he he's going to – Yeah, he's yeah, got the bulletin I mean, board out. He's, he's pinning it. Yeah, I mean, I think he's going to go prima donna if he's not if he's not you know getting his early on in the game. I mean, he'll be barking. So I expect, uh, yeah, I expect Robbie Anderson to have a good game. I you know I'm not going to be as bold as you, but that's a you know that's a that's a it's a bold prediction uh, doubling up for each Wavo of yours. Wavo Cigantes, Brandon on Damian Harris, myself on Robbie Anderson. With that, let's get to it with another edition of the Fantasy Five. Number five. All right, here's how we're going to be doing this all season long on Fridays. Uh, we're going to go a three-pack of players uh, in each round, and you just simply tell me who's going to have the better fantasy day. We're going to weave in maybe some player props overall, some fearless forecasts statistically as well to get you an idea of where our polluted minds are at. So let's do this, and let's start off with the running back position. And these guys are all pretty much lumped together right now. At Fantasy Pros, according to their Week 1 rankings aggregate, here are your options. Saquon Barkley against the Denver Broncos. Your boy, Damian Harris. Uh, dead giveaway. I think Brandon's going Damian Harris here. <laughs> if not, uh, then he's a hypocrite. Going up against Miami or DeAndre Swift against the Niners. It's Harris, right? Uh, by, I mean, he is just winning this. He's 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 crossing the tape, and the other guys I haven't even got to the turn yet in my in my mind. <laughs> he might be lapping rank. him, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, I have Damian Harris pushing RB one territory. Both Barkley and Swift are outside my RB top twenty. Yeah, I've got Saquon at RB27 and DeAndre Swift at RB28, and, and there are people out there probably screaming blasphemy. How could you say this about Saquon? My first-round pick, are you crazy? Well, again, with or without Bradley Chubb, this is a very talented defense of the Denver Broncos. Uh, you got Vaughn Miller back. You got Shelby Harris there. Uh, can certainly plug a gap. And you got a transparent offensive line of the New York Giants. It's going to be a, a weakness all year long. And what is Saquon going to get workload-wise, realistically, right? I mean, where do you think he, 12, he gets? 12 to 12 14? Yeah, maybe? maybe. Maybe a couple passes, two, three catches. Maybe. maybe. Maybe he gets to 15 touches overall. Yeah, look, I, I, I've i got trust issues with him. i got trust issues with Swift because of the matchup against San Francisco. Uh, Jamal Williams going to play a factor there as well. It is Damian Harris in a romp. I'm with Funston. He scores a touchdown. He says 100 yards. I'll give him at least 75. Number four. All right, let's move on. Let's work in a quarterback conundrum. And instead of a three-pack of player picks here, uh, I'm going to expand it to four. So a little bird is time. Here, Funston, here are your options. Baker Mayfield against Kansas City, Matt Ryan against Philadelphia, Kirk Cousins in Cincinnati, or Justin Herbert against Washington on the road. And I know what your thoughts are on Mr. Herbert uh, based on you downplaying him all week long on our SiriusXM Fantasy Sports radio show called Fade the Noise, 2 to 4 p.m. Eastern on the Fantasy Channel. So I think you're fading Herbert, uh, which means who you're going with out of the remaining thrice. Wow, that's crazy. You just named them in order. I have these all four in really? order. 
in reverse order, Baker Mayfield, Justin Herbert, Kirk Cousins, Matt Ryan. And I think Matt Ryan and Kirk Cousins, yep. yeah, it's a, that's a super coin flip for me. Um, but, you know, Matt Ryan, this is an offense I think is going to throw an awful lot. You got Kyle Pitts, Calvin Ridley. Um, I, the, my worry with Kirk Cousins, who has a great matchup against Cincinnati, is that they get a lead. They love to run the ball. Why not just sit on it? So uh, I will go with Matt Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow, my mind could wonder. Why not just sit on it? Well, I'm old enough to just remember, like, the sit on it pot, potsy from the happy days. So that's kind of where I'm going. I'm all, I'm all like, Americana, nice and uh, leave it to beaver style. And your mind's straight in the gutter. Oh, yeah. So am I, I going to use that line of my wife this weekend? Hey, honey, why not just sit on it? I'd probably get a slap to the face, and uh, deservedly so, if that were the case. Oh, how our minds wander. Yes, immediately to the gutter. That's where I constantly live. Uh, For me, uh, it is Matt Ryan at the top of my list. I got him at quarterback 13 this week, Brandon. Uh, Going up against Philadelphia, you might say, well, guys, it's big play Darius Slay. Uh, Yeah, that was like three years ago. Four years ago? Do you see what Slay did last season? Uh, I looked yeah, it up as a it's reminder. Like, it's like hyping up Josh Norman right now, right? <laughs> right, exactly. Or Patrick Peterson right. as well. Uh, Slay, a 115.6 passer rating and a 77.6 catch percentage a lot. I got Steven Nelson also in that secondary guy uh, with the Steelers, I believe, last season. 82.3 passer rating, much better compared to Slay. Uh, but Philadelphia as a whole, they struggled in coverage. And according to Pro Football Focus, uh, this is going to be a bottom quarter secondary so I think Matt Ryan in a game with a lot of pew 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 shoot out appeal 300 plus multiple touchdowns yeah he gets the job done out of this quattro number three all right let's move on and let's discuss some additional running backs you might ask yourself guys why are you throwing out these names you know we're not going to talk about uh I need to make a decision between uh Christian McCaffrey uh, Dalvin Cook and Derrick Henry. Nobody cares. Of course you're going to be oh. playing those guys. We're trying to find guys that are on the fringe and maybe racking your brain about, and these guys certainly qualify. So tell me the best of the bunch, in your opinion, out of this trio. Daryl Henderson under the primetime lights against my Chicago Bears. Miles Gaskin going to Foxborough to face the Pats, or Melvin Gordon the third going Ooh. to Jersey to take on the G-Men. This is a close one for me, but I can see for miles and miles and miles. I'm going to go Miles Gaskin, mm. Uh, mm. 23 on my list, Melvin Gordon, 24, Daryl Henderson, 26. So, well done. You, you're lumping some guys together that are very tight on my rankings. Uh, I really just uh, am thinking, you know, good good reports about Miles Gaskin all summer. I think we're going to see more of him. Um, you know, Brian Flores really leaned on him as a, as a feature guy last year. I know we'll get some Savan Ahmed and some Malcolm Brown, but I don't think as much as people are worried about. And I really like Miles Ma- Gaskin in the passing game. The pa- Patriots only team to give up over 100 receptions to the running back position last year. Miles Gaskin and Tua made sweet music in the passing game down the stretch last year. I, I expect them to pick up where they left off. Yeah, maybe you're tipping your hand here. I'm going to ask you this. Uh, out of these options, which one would you most go over on in the player props market on Gaskin? 43.5 rush yards, 10.5 rush attempts, 18.5 receiving yards, or 2.5 catches? Ooh, I, it's all about the receiving stuff. So the 2.5 catches or the 18.5 receiving yards, I think I would double down. Man, it would be nice to – be same uh, you can game. do a same game parlay. Uh, they have that oh. option at FanDuel and DraftKings. 
God, I would love that. I'd love to up those odds because I think he's a slam dunk for both of those on the receiving side. Yeah, that's a good call because at FanDuel, it's 18 and a half uh, again on that line, and it's minus 130 on the over, and it's two and a half, as I mentioned, and it's minus 149 on catches at FanDuel. So slap those together, get plus odds, get seduced by the juice. Uh, by the way, I am not seduced by Miles Gaskin. I'm going with Melvin Gordon the third, Brandon, against the Giants. Improved offensive line of the Denver Broncos. I think it's going to be a strength of this team. And Gordon down the stretch really impressed me. Uh, and a lot of the secondary analytics verify what he did, uh, you know, the final month, month and a half of the regular season. 3.11 yak per attempt. That was RB19 over the entirety of 2020. Forced to miss tackle 23.7% of the time. Javante Williams' day will come. But he's a rookie. Gordon is the established veteran, uh, good in pass pro, you know, week one. He's going to get ball to the belly probably 15 to 17 times. By the way, love the over on his 12 and a half rush attempts prop. Love the over on the 49 and a half rush yards prop as well available at DraftKings. Uh, the Giants last season, middle of the pack. In terms of fantasy points allowed, they gave up 4.23 yards per carry to 133.9 total yards per game of the running back position. But I think Gordon goes for 70 to 80 combined and a touchdown. Just ekes out your boy Gaskin. Let me uh, quickly, I just look at my rankings. Uh, Williams's, I have the three Williams's I have tightly compacted. Javante, as you mentioned, Tyson Williams of Baltimore, mm-hmm. and Jamal Williams of Detroit. How are you ranking those guys really quickly? Well, it's going to be Tyson for me first because he's going to get the first opportunity in Baltimore. Uh, I believe to get the lion's share of what is going to become an RBBC now that Latavius Murray's in the mix, uh, Devontae Freeman's on the active roster, and don't worry about Le'Veon Bell, folks. He's still on the practice squad because he's probably got a beer gut. Tyson Tyson for me, then Javante, then Jamal. But they're all really close. Uh, Where'd you rank Tyson overall? Is he RB2 territory in a 12-team? Not quite. I have him at 28. I might end up moving up, but I want to hear some of the news cycle um, around the usage there. But I'm expecting it to be Tyson. I I might end up pushing him up a couple spots. I'm at RB21, and I'm sticking to it. I think he's going to find the end zone. I think he's going to get 15 or so touches. And against that flimsy front of the Raiders, uh, that could be cash money. And the flex or RB2 position at 12 team and deeper leagues. Number two. All right, let's work in some wide receivers here that you may be straddling the fence on. Brandon, here are your options. Jacoby Myers against Miami. Devontae Smith against Atlanta. Debo Samuel, your boy Debo in Detroit. Who do you got? Uh, I I have Myers and Devontae Smith close, but I do not have Debo close to them because I have Debo way up the ladder uh, at wide receiver 22. I really think this is going to be a Debo game with Brandon Ayuk having been not completely healthy coming into the week. He's cleared, I know, but I think uh, while San Francisco does their work through the air early, I think a lot of that's going to fall on Debo. Hmm, His props are low, by the way. I like So uh, here are your options. 45 and a half receiving yards. That's everywhere. Uh, receptions four and a half everywhere, and none of these are heavily juiced on the over. And an anytime touchdown ranges anywhere from plus 240 at MGM to plus 185 at FanDuel. You got $20 burn a hole in your pocket. Where are you stacking it? Oh, let's make some money. Let's go with the plus 240 on the any timer. And I know you're down with me because you think it's going to be a jet sweep TD. I, I did say that on air. I am on record. <laughs> yes, I can't rescind that now. 
So, yeah. I, although I really like the 45-yarder as well on the over-under on yards. Yeah, I do too. Uh, I, you know, again, with IU maybe limited in some form or fashion, I mean, Debo and George Kittle should uh, do a lot of the heavy lifting in that game for a quarter and a half, and then it'll be already out of hand. <laughs> well, we never know. I mean, there was a, what was the spread on the game last night? It was like eight, eight and a half. Eight, eight, eight and I a told half. you to take the Cowboys. Yeah, you did. You did. If if uh, Greg the Leg had a decent leg oh, last night, they would have pulled that one off. Shankopotamus was Greg the Leg. Uh, I am not going Debo here. Uh, I'm actually going to go Devonte Smith. And it may shock a lot of the people out there because I've been talking about Jacoby Myers, and I think Jacoby Myers is going to have a top 30 week. But I think Devontae Smith is going to have a borderline top 20 beginning to his NFL career. I I love the matchup, man. Again, it's against Atlanta. Uh, Probably going to see a lot of A.J. Terrell in coverage, uh, who gave up a 69.6 catch rate, 109.2 pass rating. If he gets Fabian Monroe, great. Take advantage. Pro football focus. Preseason ranked the Atlanta secondary dead last in the NFL, Brandon. <laughs> and we saw what Smith was able to do beating coverage, that, you know, press coverage uh, at the line and, you know, mm-hmm. in the exhibition slate, a guy that just glides, quick cuts, and of course he's got electric speed and Gumby like ability. Uh, and I think Jalen Hurts is going to uncork for a couple of deep shots down the field to him that he's going to haul in. So I think it's 70 plus and a touchdown. I'm going to go Devontae. I'm imagining the over-under on his yardage is uh, well below that. Uh, yes, and you know what? You know a certain someone that probably wagered the over on yards. You want to venture a guess what the yards prop is for Devontae Smith? Uh, probably close to Debo's. I'll say that maybe they gave him a few more. Let's go 49 and a half. Dude, 44 and a half. Oh, so right at Debo. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah. Yes, sir. And if you think he's going to score a touchdown, plus 230 at FanDuel. Wow, nice. By the way, how did Gronkowski have plus 250 on a touchdown anytime? I don't know. I wish I would have gone. I mean, I wonder what the odds were on two-plus touchdowns. It had to be like 12-1, to one, something like that, 11-1. to one. Yeah, I mean, Gronk's a touchdown scorer. I mean, come on. And he was I mean, going he... up against Micah Parsons, and Micah was lost. <laughs> he got abused in that game. <laughs> wow. Crazy. Yeah, it is crazy. Well, what's not crazy? Debo, Devontae, a little D&D action for... A TD. Number one. All right, last grouping here. You pick the best of the bunch in your opinion from a fantasy football perspective. We're working some player props on whatever the winner is. Brandon Cooks against Jacksonville. Michael Pittman against your Seattle Seahawks. Or Corey Davis against Carolina Panthers. No Jamison Crowder in the lineup this week for the Jets. Mm, let's go with the alpha dog. The alpha dog of the New York Jets. I'm going to go Corey Davis. Really? And I, I, yeah, I, I'm gonna tell you why. I know you're going Brandon Cooks. You're a you're no, a I'm not. Oh, you're going Michael Pittman. I am. Yeah, um, yeah. Michael Pittman's not a bad call either. But I just like Corey Davis, like the matchup, um, and he is the guy there. Jamison Crowder's out. You got a rookie in Elijah Moore. Denzel Mims been buried in doghouse. I think it's just gonna be the Corey Davis show in Week One there. But I was looking up. To Rod Taylor last year, like, okay, he played one game against the Chargers. Where would you have ranked Keenan Allen because of the same narrative? Oh, he's the go-to guy. He's going to get volume. And he did get volume in week one. He got eight targets. He had four catches for less than 40 yards as well. <laughs> like, I just the don't have trust effect. in the quarterback. <laughs> yeah. I don't have trust in the quarterback at all. Yeah. And look at those corners for Jacksonville. Uh, C.J. Henderson and Shaquille Griffin are fast and they're big. So I don't think you, you're going to see Brandon Cooks just running loose down the field either. So anyways, that's why I'm down a bit on Cooks. 
I like Corey Davis. You like Michael Pittman. Why do you like Michael Pittman? Well, let me uh, give you the props on Corey Davis first. And again, you got $20 in your pocket. Uh, where are you going to spend it? Uh, 49 and a half receiving yards, three and a half receptions. Uh, and that's juiced way to the over, minus 149. Or uh, TD, a plus 240. Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't like the juice on the over on the receptions. And for that reason, I'll go with the yards. But yep. going up against J.C. Horn, who's a rookie. I really like J.C. Horn, but I don't care. You can you can take any cornerback in their first game in the NFL, and you're going to take the you know the odds on the wide receiver that's a, a veteran. You know, it's just tough learning the ropes in the NFL at corner. Um, so I will take the over on the yardage because of the better odds. Yeah, I, I could see where you're coming from there, and I, I think that's a, a really sound wager um, against what should be a forgiving secondary of Carolina, as you just mentioned. Now, I love Michael Pittman. Uh, why? Because I'm a matchup advocate, and his receiving yards prop I locked in at 47.5. I pulled it at Caesars. Uh, I wouldn't bet on the over on 4.5 receptions, though. It is juice of the under. Uh, but I think he's going to find the end zone as well. He is going to be the alpha dog. Uh, you're going against either Trey Flowers or DJ Reed. Uninspiring duo. And you've said this yourself on the SiriusX and Fantasy Show. Flowers last season, a 106.1 passer rating allowed, 75.5 catch rate. DJ Reed, uh, a little bit better. I mean, respectable, 75.9 passer rating allowed, but a 63.6 catch per, uh, percentage surrendered. PFF's got him ranked number 26, this secondary in the entirety of the NFL entering the regular season. But with Wentz there, the offensive line at full strength, you know, this could be a 5-60-65 one TD game for Pittman. I'd buy it. Yeah, I mean, you think about that ranking on PFF, that's a full secondary. That's including safeties that are Quandre Diggs and Jamal Adams who are really good. So the fact that they're so far down is because this is replacement-level corners. And Michael Pittman, Zach Pascal, Paris Campbell – yeah, all of them are viable, and Pittman especially, as you mentioned, uh, being most likely the alpha there. Yeah, no doubt about it. All right, uh, real quick, anything else you're curious about? What's the one thing that you're really going to be zeroed in and locked in on and wanting to see and learn more about this weekend? Oh, God. Uh, go go really quickly because I know I have a better answer. Uh, but, uh, you know, personally, I'm, I'm interested in the new offense in, in Seattle and the L.A. Rams offense, and I'm also interested in Matt Stafford uh, showing up for that Rams offense, how that backfield's going to look, how Stafford's going to look in this offense. There's so much. I mean, we could go on and on and on about what's intriguing in week one, but those things jump out at me. What about you? Uh, Mac Jones, uh, I'm going to see yep. him play for sure and how his relationship with Jacoby Myers is going to carry over from training camp and the preseason. And I'm just going to watch the disaster unfold that is my Chicago Bears and drown my sorrows. And then hopefully, uh, you know, he will descend from the heavens. And yeah, the Justin worst Fields. thing is if if Dalton makes it competitive, right? Like that's kind of the worst thing. You sort of want to, you, you sort of want to smack down. Let's get on to the Justin Fields era. I, Hurry I, up. No doubt, and I'm hoping <laughs> in the second half, all of my dreams will come true. And that is a wrap on this edition of the Fantasy Fast Track Podcast. Please follow Funson on Twitter at Brandon Funson. Follow me there at Noisy Cuevos. Drop us a rating and a review, would you kindly? And until next time, good luck the rest of Slate in Week One. Adios, amigo!